What's going on, my friends? Welcome to a little bonus impromptu impromptu episode for the podcast. So today is a special day. It's my third year podcast anniversary. Third year podcast anniversary. Um, I cannot believe I launched this thing three years ago. It's crazy. Um, I actually totally forgot about it. My sweet podcast strategist and producer and manager, Erin Tufani, <clears throat> um, sent me a Voxer message this morning to congratulate me on three years. And I was like, oh, yeah, totally forgot. Typical of me. Um, and, you know, I just want to share a couple thoughts about that because it's I did something today that is kind of typical of me, to be honest with you, but that also it's the, it's the first thing that if you did the same, if you like the way I responded to myself, I'll explain in a second. If you, if I heard that you did that about your business, I would like yell at you. So I want to share this because I think sometimes <laughs> even people who are trying to like help you in your business and motivate you, like they also have the same self-doubt and same shit that everyone else has. So basically what happened was Aaron voxered me to say, congratulations, three years, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, I totally forgot. And then the first thing I said was, oh, my God, I've had this podcast for three years and I only have this many downloads. And my downloads right now are, let me give you the exact number just so we can be specific here. 100,000 and hold on, 132,200 downloads. So the first thing that came popped into my head when she said, congratulations, it's been three years. Literally, instead of being like, oh, wow, that's so great. Like, wow, I'm going to celebrate myself for being sticking with something for three years and being consistent. And like, you know, I've missed one episode in three years. And to be honest with you, I've done so many bonus episodes that... I, I didn't really miss an episode, but like technically, if we're being specific here, there was one week where we did not have an episode on a Tuesday, but I've done like a million extra bonus episodes throughout the year that, you know, it kind of makes up for that. So anyway, so my point here is that the first thing that came into my head was, oh, you only have 132,000 downloads. So many of your competitors have millions of downloads. What are you doing wrong? Why is it not working for you? Should you keep having the podcast? I literally, like that thought popped into my brain today. And as much as I don't really want to share that with you because I love my podcast so much, it is without a doubt the number one best thing that I have done in my business. Hands down, by far, like shining star of my business is my podcast because the reason I love it so much is one, I'm able to put out a lot of really valuable content that people like you can consume where you don't have to pay for it. It's free information for you. It's free tips. And for me, I truly pride myself on being extremely transparent, extremely fluffy, transparent. I tell you the real shit. I tell you the real of everything. And I don't sugarcoat things. Like, I, you know, you know, I'll tell you, your website sucks, but I can help you fix it. Let's fix it for you. And I will be your number one biggest cheerleader on the planet. I want you to succeed. I want all product-based, product people, e-commerce people to 
kick ass. I want you to be able to grow your business and sell your business, exit your business. I want you to be able to use your business to fund cool trips in your life like I did with my Alaska bear trip. I want your business to be able to fuel really cool things and empower you because I truly think that businesses are stepping stones to the next cool thing that we'll do. My first business I had for three years, I sold it in 2019. I started my current business in 2020. And, you know, it's now almost four years of my current business. And I'm going through this like really big transitional phase where I'm trying to figure out like what's where, where where am I headed? Where's the angle? <laughs> like, do I take path A or do I cross the train tracks and, and take path B, you know? So I'm kind of making some changes in my business, which I'll be sharing soon, but I'm kind of going through this like transitional thing and that's okay. Like that happens when we have a business. We're not meant to do the same shit every day. So anyway, I wanted to share that <clears throat> because the first thing, instead of being showing myself gratitude instead of being like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Like three years, give yourself a pat on the back. I instantly start telling myself, what's, what are you not doing enough of? Why is it not working for you? You should have more downloads. You should be doing blah, blah, blah. And I had to like snap myself out of it and be like, okay, shut the fuck up. The, that part of your brain is trying to keep you safe and it's trying to, I just, truly think there's like a part of your brain it's like the imposter syndrome part of your brain and it's like the safe space in your brain where it's like nope we just want to stay safe we don't want to do anything new we don't want to venture out we don't want to take risk we just want to do like the normal things and it's like the other part of your brain is like no fuck you I can do that shit I can do hard things I can launch businesses I can sell businesses I can grow things And if it's not, if something I'm doing isn't working as best as I think it should be, well, okay, like what can I do differently? How can I maybe change the angle, but like, don't, don't give up, don't quit. Do you know what I mean? So sometimes I have those moments too, where I have to stop myself and be like, okay, stop. Okay. Like, let's calm down. Pity party. Yes. Your podcast isn't growing as much as you want, but your podcast is making impact your podcast gets good reviews, your podcast helps people with their business because I get messages from you all the time that are like, hey, I really loved episode 210 or I really loved episode 206 and then you tell me what you liked about it. Those messages literally are what keep me going. So if you like an episode, please tell me because I need to hear it. (laughs) I need to hear I need to hear the good reassurance sometimes too. So definitely like always let me know. It makes me really happy, but it it really does remind me why I show up here and do this. Having a podcast is, it's not free. It's not free for me. I have to pay for my editing. I put in a lot of time. Every episode I have to record it. I have to do like intros. I have to write up the show notes. Then I pay my virtual assistant who does the graphics for me and posts on social media and writes the email and sends to the email list. So having a podcast is not free and it's a big time thing for me and it costs a lot of money. So again, I'm not complaining here. I'm just sharing with you that I sometimes have to remind myself, you know, I have to remind myself like you're doing a good job. So I just want to share that. And two, if you like the podcast, please let me know and please write a five-star review and tell me what you like about it. 
Uh, five star reviews, of course. Please no Karens here or who I like to say Susans. Please no Susans. I love everyone else. Um, the reviews help the podcast get pushed out. So if you leave a review, it's like telling Apple, hey, this is a podcast that people enjoy. Let's keep pushing it out. So please leave a review and I will love you forever. Okay. So, okay. I want to share a tip with you, but I wanted to share that little blurb on, you know, my three years of having a podcast. And instead of, of like, instead of celebrating myself, for consistency and showing up and, and really like I have poured my heart and soul and everything into this podcast. I'm obsessed with it. Like I said, it's my favorite part of my business. One of my goals I wrote in my phone, I forget exactly what I wrote. I should probably just try to find it and pull it up for you. But I literally wrote something about getting paid to podcast. That was like one of my dreams. Let me see if I can find it really quickly. Um, I don't know if I can because I have 7 million notes in my phone. I mean, I'm not even joking here. It is, let me see. Oh, 2023 dreams. Okay, right here. So in February, I was listening to, I think it was Denise DT's podcast, who I love. And she's talking about manifesting a first class life. And I wrote down on my phone, get paid to podcast. So February 12th, 2023, get paid to podcast. So she talked about what would you love to do and like get paid for? And the first thing that popped into my mind was like, oh my gosh, if I could literally just like record podcasts with people and talk about business stuff and talk about mistakes and growth hacks and like female founders and starting a business, I would be so happy. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) So... I would be very happy. Um, I Nothing lights me up more than podcasting. I fucking love it. I love conversations. I love chatting with people. Um, I did an episode recently with Erica from Avalon Sunshine. She has been just this like shining star in my membership program, e-commerce society. She's just amazing. She, she has literally... I want to say out of every call that we've had, I'm pretty sure she showed up to like 99% of them. She always shows up. She always contributes. She always is positive. And like when I say always positive, I mean like she's always giving people really good ideas and she's open, even though sometimes I think she doesn't always agree with some of the ideas I have, (laughs) which is okay. Um, She's always open. She's like open to hearing them. She's open to suggestions. And I just think she's amazing. And I just am obsessed. I'm obsessed. And her products are just amazing. But I, I bring her up because I did a podcast recording with her recently. And it was just such an awesome, it was such one of those just special episodes for me where I just was sitting there talking to her and I'm like, this is, this is like what you dreamt of. This is the kind of stuff that a couple of years ago, you maybe didn't have the guts to do this. You were scared to have a podcast or, you know, you were like all the self doubt that we, we all have is so normal. I mean, it's so normal to doubt yourself. And I, I kind of want to share all this stuff because I think, <clears throat> I feel like sometimes we think it's just us who feels like that. But in fact, if you ask around, like we all will have self-doubt. Even when you're successful, you still have self-doubt because you look up to the 
other people that are ahead of you and you're like, well, shit, this guy just launched his book and he got, he sold a hundred thousand copies of his book and I only sold a hundred copies. So I'm a failure. I should just quit. Like it's so normal. So anyway, um, so yeah, I was recording with Erica and I was just, I remember sitting there. That was when I was doing my, I had just launched my book the day before and I was at the Airbnb where my dog had just got stung by a wasp, a horn, um, a hornet's nest. Oh my God. It was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, if you want to watch me freak out like a psychopath, put some, um, hornets or wasps, wasps near me. I like literally like hyperventilate. Anyway, I was sitting there recording with her and I just felt this like wave of gratitude and this wave of like, this is, this is amazing that I can sit here and record with someone who's in one of my programs who is so awesome. And then I recorded after that with um, Crystalline of Crystalline Oquan Jewelry, who I talk about her brand all the time. I'm obsessed with her earrings. I pretty much wear them every single day now for two years. And as I was recording with these two ladies, I, I just I just had this sense of like, wow, I can't believe I get to do this. You know, so it's it's funny how you can be happy with things and you can be and I'm and I'm I like preach the importance of gratitude like I constantly tell people like you have to be grateful for the small things if you're not grateful for your 120,000 downloads or 130,000 downloads you're not going to be grateful when you get 500,000 downloads because then you're going to be like oh I only got 500,000 downloads but Susan's podcast has a million downloads like it's just this this it's like a, what's the word? I don't know. It's like a zit that just won't go away. No matter what you do, this nasty ass zit on your face will not go away. And it's kind of the same with self-doubt. Like once you start having it, and unless you work hard on your mindset and you work hard on showing gratitude and being grateful and celebrating your wins and celebrating yourself for all the things, you're never going to be happy with the things that happen next year. Like once you, you know, you do have more success, you're not going to be happy then either. And like, what's the point of doing all this shit if you're not going to be happy? <laughs> so I wanted to kind of share that because <clears throat> it just happened this morning on, you know, a moment where normally I would have been like, oh my God, I'm going to get some wine. I'm going to get champagne and celebrate. <laughs> um, and instead I instantly went into like, oh my God, I'm a failure. I only have 132,000 downloads after three years. What am I doing wrong? I should just quit. Of course, I snapped myself out of that very quickly. I'm like, what, what do you, who are you? Be quiet. Like, be quiet, Susan. Get out of my damn brain. Um, yeah, so this is kind of not really a tip for you. It's just, I wanted to share something that happened to me today. And I was actually gonna, Actually, I'm still going to give you the Black Friday tips. Let's just do it anyway. Today is going to be a weird bonus episode where it's like partially going through a mindset, doubting yourself moment. And then we're going to talk about Black Friday. So yeah, so I would just say if you have those moments that pop into your brain when no matter what you're doing, you're constantly like, well, I should be doing better. I should be doing more. Susan's business is better than mine. 
that person I saw on Instagram claims she, you know, sold 300 of her pet products today. And I'm a failure because I only sold one. You have to, I mean, and I'm not going to go into strategy here. I'm just sharing, look, if you find yourself having those moments in your, in your business and in your day, my advice to you would be first recognize that you're kind of doing it. I think once you, because when I had my first business, I had a really bad mindset, really bad. No matter what on earth happened to me with that business, it was never good enough. It was never enough. I was always a failure. And it's just because for me as a human, I have high expectations and I expect big things for myself and I expect results. I expect growth, you know, and I'm also an Enneagram three, which is like the achiever. And I measure success based on achieving things like hitting a goal. You know, that's how I measure success. And it's something that I, I have to be very aware of because I find myself measuring self-worth with business success, which is very unhealthy. What you do in your business has nothing to do with you as a person. It has nothing to do with you as a like human. It doesn't. And I think when you have a business and you're so wrapped up in your business, you start to think, oh my God, my business isn't doing as much as I want it to be. I'm a failure. I suck. I don't know what I'm doing. And it can be a really scary, unhealthy, downward spiraling slope. And so I, I'm sharing this stuff with you because one, I think a lot of us feel like this a lot of the time and we just don't talk about it. And I think a lot of people don't people like me who have a podcast and have this platform where I can share things, I think they're not talking about it either. And they're not sharing that this is a normal thing. But also, how do you sort of snap yourself out of it? Because you you cannot let those thoughts fester and linger. It's not healthy and it's really bad for your mindset. So that's why I'm sharing this with you today. And I also want to share what to do about it. So I think if you're starting to have those kind of thoughts, I think one, like I said before, recognize that it's happening to you. It's okay that it's happening to you. You can't control the thoughts that pop into your brain, but you can control what you do with those thoughts. You can control, okay, I have a thought. What do I do with it now? And the next thing I want to say to you is, okay, you recognize that you're having this moment. Let it come through and then like push it away, like squash that shit. Okay. Squash it, tell it to fuck off and squash it. And then I would tell yourself, like give yourself gratitude and grace. What, what are five things that you've done recently that the old version of you would be really proud of? And I know you have those things. And this happened to me yesterday. So you can tell here I'm on this. I'm having just between some personal things that have happened the last two. The last two months for me have been very hard in my personal life. Um, Just a bunch of things have happened. And I've definitely been struggling a little bit. Like if you notice, I've been 
definitely I've been posting on Instagram this week, but I have not been posting the stuff. I've not been really sharing anything. Um, I've not been doing anything. I launched my book and then I was like really quiet after. I've been experiencing burnout. I have been experiencing just mindset issues and just some other crap. Um, my dog just had a knee repair surgery and it's been really tolling on me emotionally. Um, not being able to do my walks that I usually do, that which I call my therapy. Like my daily dog walks for me are everything. They keep me sane. They are my mental health like fixers and I haven't been able to do those. And it's definitely plus like lack of sleep and just disrupted sleep because of my dog. Um, and then just some other issues we were having the upstairs, um, of our house. Like we got carpet removed when we moved into the house we have, it was carpeted and it was just gross. We finally got it removed and we put in vinyl flooring and there was an issue with the floor. So what was supposed to be a day and a half long project ended up being, it just finished last week. Okay. I'm sorry. Did I say last week? I meant this week. It has been a a month and a half or a month and three week long project off and on of people coming in the house banging I have not had my office I had my office for like a week and then my dog tore her ACL which is basically in your knee and I've now been staying downstairs so just like personal things have really affected my sleeping how I'm feeling, emotions. I have cried more in the last two months than I think I have in like the last two years. So I am aware that I'm also in this like funny mindset <laughs> stage right now. Um, and that's okay. Like this stuff happens. This is life and it happens. And sometimes life throws you the curveballs, and you have to like navigate what to do with it. So I just want to also say it's okay. I am fine and I will be fine. I'm just taking a little bit more quiet time right now because I need it. And I'm I'm also aware right now that like this is not a hustle stage for me at all. Like I'm not I did launch um, this new email marketing course, but that had been in the process for a little while. So it wasn't like I just created it yesterday Um, and I'm putting out offers for Black Friday right now. But I'm not in a hustle stage. I'm kind of in a. I'm going to sit back and just be a little more quiet and like let my brain have have space because that's what I need right now. So I just want to say like it's okay to feel like that. So anyway, again, going back to the solutions here, you're having these moments where you're not grateful for what you're doing. You're not celebrating yourself. You're not just giving yourself the, the congratulations that you would give to someone else. So you acknowledge that you're, you're having that moment of like, oh, Susan's business is so much better than mine. And this fake person on Instagram who I don't even know sold this much shit. So why am I not selling that much shit? Like you're, you have the moment, you acknowledge it, and then you're going to squash it away. You're going to like snap back to reality and say, you know what, Susan, part of my brain, be quiet. I'm not listening to you. I'm better than that. And then you're going to remind yourself of like five things that you've done in the over the last year or two years or three years that the old version of yourself would be really fucking impressed with. So launching a business. Number one, you launched a business. 
you did something that 99% of the population never has the guts to do. So right off the bat, you've already fucking won, okay? You've already won. Number two, you have put yourself out there, whether it is showing up on video, sharing pictures of yourself, talking about your story, showing up and learning, like committing to learn all the things. You're joining programs, you're hiring coaches, you're listening to podcasts, you are downloading free trainings. You're doing all these things to learn so you can then implement those into your business. So you're hustling right now. You're trying. You're making so much effort to do all these things. So just those reasons right there, those three reasons right there, like you already should be celebrating yourself, you know? So I really want you. And then not to mention those things, but you've probably done other things too. Like maybe you recorded on a podcast or maybe you pitched yourself to be in a gift guide or maybe you bought a spot at a holiday market and you went to a market and set up a booth and had to show all your products on a table and talk to strangers and try to convince them to buy your product, which was really scary for you. And it was really like putting yourself out of your comfort zone. So all these things that you're doing, these are things that are pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And they're really like, they're making you a better person, a business, a better business owner. But I'm going to say a better person because you are taking risks every single day and you're doing stuff that 99.9% of the population does not have the guts to do or will they ever fucking do it, okay? So I want you to remember this. And again, I'm telling myself the same thing today. I have to remind myself, look at all these cool things that you've done that the old version of you would be really impressed with right now. And that's kind of how I will oftentimes snap myself out of having those really dumb moments with myself where I either feel sorry for myself or I just am not being nice to myself. Like, oh, you only have 130,000 downloads or oh, you only sold this much of your fucking book. I mean, what the fuck? And you can tell I'm swearing a lot today because I feel like I have a lot of pent up um, angst over a couple things. I don't know. It's interesting. But anyway, so that's kind of what I want you to do if you're feeling like you're having a moment where you're frustrated or you're just kind of being treating yourself like crap. I want you to kind of think of those few things and then just try to snap yourself out of it. And same for me, like, you know, and I told you at the beginning, if if you told me, oh, my gosh, Carrie, today I celebrated three years of having a podcast I would be so excited off the bat. Like, the, to be honest with you, the way I feel about people like in my programs and students that I work with, when they have wins, I feel like I just had a win. Like, I feel so happy because it, it happened to them. It almost as if it happened to me. And if you then said to me, Carrie, I just, I, I just hit three years of my podcast. And I, w- and I would have been like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Blah, blah, blah. And if this was over a DM or Voxer, you would have got like 700 emojis because I am very extra with my emojis. If you had then said to me, but Carrie, I only have 132,000 downloads. Like, I'm a failure. 
Susan's podcast has a million downloads. I would have like yelled at you. I straight out would have yelled at you. And I probably would have gotten mad. Like seriously, what the F? And I would have gotten mad at you. Obviously, I would not stay mad at you, but I would be mad. I would have been like, dude, what the F? Like snap out of it. You're a fucking rock star. You just celebrated three years of a podcast. You've reached this many people. I mean, let's think about it. 132,000 downloads. Let's just pretend it's not really 132,000 people, but let's just pretend. Let's pretend one person listens to a couple episodes. Let's say so 72 possible thousand people or so have listened to the, the podcast episodes. Like, I don't know how many people fit in a football stadium, but let's just say that's like many, many, many stadiums of people. You know, when you think about it that way, I think that puts things into perspective. Like, oh, wow, that's a lot of people. And in the end, who cares if you don't get as many downloads as this person or that person? So anyway, my point here is like, if that was you telling that to me, I would have been, I would have yelled at you. I really would have yelled at you. And, you know, I, sometimes I need someone to also yell at me. You know, I really do as well. We're, we sometimes, you know, we can dish it, but we can't take it ourselves. So anyway, um, so I wanted to share that with you. And then I also wanted to talk about Black Friday. And I wanted to just share a few thoughts with you on Black Friday. And, you know, if you don't have a Black Friday plan as of today, so it is, what's the day today? It is November 17th and Black Friday is one week away. So if, if you're at this point, you have no Black Friday plan and you don't really know what you're doing and, you know, you're not really sure or you didn't even know that you should be doing something... I just want to give you a couple of tips to kind of get started. And we're going full circle here because my very first podcast episode, let's see, I'm scrolling through my podcast tracker. So my first, I launched the podcast on November 17th, 2020. No, 2021. No, 2020. (laughs) Sorry. Um, And I came up with four episodes. They were my launch episodes. And my first episode was cheers and welcome to the podcast. And I'm going to ask you to please not go and listen to any of those. I can imagine how cringy they are. I mean, they are probably so, so cringy. But you know what? No one skips day one. We all start from somewhere. That's it. That's all I want to say. We no one skips day one. So I have now done, I've recorded over 200 episodes and the first ones are always going to be crappy, you know? So anyway, so my first episode was cheers. Welcome to the podcast. My second episode was my business launch and story. My third episode was how to give your website a holiday makeover. And my fourth one was how to create the right Black Friday promotion. So I did a few holiday episodes and then I sort of dived into like other things. But what I want to talk about just today quickly is if you don't really have anything for Black Friday planned or you don't have a strategy, 
I just want to kind of give you with a couple of tips and I've shared my Black Friday strategy, like kind of what I did for my business so many times on the, on the podcast where I shared with you my first year of business. I didn't even know that I was like, I didn't even know I should be doing something for Black Friday. And it was, <clears throat> I think it was the day before Thanksgiving. I was sitting there either like having some wine or I don't know. I was doing something like I think I had just gone to Whole Foods to pick up the Whole Foods Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, that's what I was doing. And I remember I was messaging with one of my brand ambassadors. She had just sent me photos of the product and her dog, like her dog posing with the boxes and stuff. And it was so cute. And then all of a sudden I got an email. I think it was from BarkBox, who was like my big competitor. And it was early Black Friday sale. Da -da 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 -da. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't have any email scheduled for Black Friday. Like, I don't even have a, an offer. I don't even have anything ready and planned. What am I going to do? And it kind of hit me like a brick in the face. Like, oh, shoot. You need to be doing something for Black Friday. And I want to preface, back then, there weren't, I mean, there may have been, but I didn't know. Like, I didn't know of any podcasts that talked about product business or e-commerce or anything like that. Um, so I just, I didn't know any of this stuff, you know? Um, and that's, to be honest with you, and I was having this conversation yesterday with someone, I met up with a former client and, you know, business friend, um, but she was someone I worked with, uh, she was one of my one-on-one -on -one clients for like two years. And I met her in person yesterday and I was, she's like interested in getting into the course creation and, you know, that kind of thing. So we were chatting and, I told her, I'm like, you know, she had asked me what made you want to create a course? And the, and I told her about when I had sold my business, I knew that I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to help people make the business journey easier for them. Because when I started my business, I didn't know anything. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have any like resources. There was no courses. I didn't know about any coaches. And I certainly didn't know any podcasts that shared information like this. So everything that I do is coming from a place of, I wish I had this when I had my business. That's it. Like, I wish I had the course that I created on, it's called Subscription Box Launch Academy. Step-by-step, step, how to create and launch a subscription box business in like three months. I mean, I would have paid whatever I could to get my hands on that course back when I was starting out, you know, um, my course now that I have that I don't even promote, I have it. It's, it's available to the world, uh, e-commerce sales Academy. It's kind of like, I call it like the e-commerce brand Bible, all the things that you need to do to grow your e-commerce business. So what do you do? How do you know your ideal customer? How do you drive organic traffic? How do you get product photos? How do you build a better website? Like all the things that you need to know to have a successful business that I had to figure out and I had to struggle with and make mistakes and all that. So everything I do is rooted in, I wish I had this when I had my business. You know, it's, it's rooted in, I come from a place of, I want to help people. You know, like, yes, I also want to make money, but force and like first and foremost like the fundamental reason I do everything I do is because I want to help people either start a business or grow 
a business with ease, you know? Um, so anyway, I forget what I was going on a tangent with, but yeah. So I, I, the first few episodes I recorded were a couple, like my story and then the holiday thing. So anyway, so needless to say, my first Black Friday sucked and I made no money. And the second year, I definitely got my act together early and I had an awesome Black Friday. And then the third year I had my business um, with the Dapper Dog Box, you know, I had a $50,000 holiday season. So I did, I did well. Um, and that was like about a quarter of almost, uh, I, I did a little bit under 200,000 in sales my third year in business before I sold it. And so it was about a quarter of my sales came from the Q4, October, November, and December. So I definitely learned a thing or two. And again, that's how things work with your business. Your first year is probably not going to be very good. And that's normal. The second year is going to be a little bit better. The third year, better than the last year, hopefully. So things take time, okay? Um, But if you don't have a plan right now, here's what I want you to do. And I also want to say one thing. There's a lot of people, I just feel like I just need to stop going on Instagram. But when I do go on Instagram, I get the same dumb posts constantly. And it's like, you don't need to do Black Friday. You don't need to, you don't need to like follow with this hustle culture and this and this. And, you know, I just want to share my perspective. It's not hustle culture. It's fucking reality. Black Friday is the biggest shopping day of the entire year. So Black Friday and Cyber Monday. They are the two biggest shopping days of the year. And they they are shopping days that people expect a discount. So no one is forcing you to do a Black Friday offer. No one is showing up at your doorstep with a knife and saying, Susan, you need to do a Black Friday offer or I'm going to cut you. You know what I mean? Um, that's probably a little dramatic, but you get what I'm saying here. No one is forcing you, but I would advise you or I would challenge you to not go down the rabbit hole of like these stupid people <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> telling you not to do anything for Black Friday. I'm not telling you that you should be doing like off the entire store. Um, You don't even necessarily have to do a discount, but you should still be promoting your shop on a Black Friday, okay? You should 100% be promoting your shop. Uh, I would advise you to do a discount. I mean, people expect a discount on Black Friday. It It is what has been ingrained into our brains that things are for sale on Black Friday. And to be honest with you, here's my take on it. One day of doing a discount is not going to ruin your business. Um, What it can do, however, is it can get some new people to try out your store, try out your product, give your shot, shot a chance. And then based on your product, the quality, I'm just going to plug in my laptop. Hold on one sec. Sorry. You would think I would be better at like charging my laptop. Okay, so based on um, your product, the quality, you know, your packaging, all that kind of good stuff, like it's your job to create a good experience for people. So as long as you're doing that, 
what how you can think of Black Friday and offering a deal or a discount is I'm giving I'm giving a new customer a chance to try my store and try my product at a discounted rate and I've now just acquired a new customer. And when you acquire a new customer, what you're doing after you get that new customer, your job is to get them to come back to you. How to get repeat customers. And if I don't have a podcast episode on that, I really need to make one, don't I? Um, My entire book, Customer Obsession, if you haven't bought it yet, please do. It's a fantastic book that I created to share how I think I grew a multi-six-figure product business with no advertising and no business experience with my first business. I share what I did to do that. And a lot of it is this concept of getting repeat customers, not just getting a customer once, but what do I do after they buy from me so they come back again and again. And so I like to think of Black Friday as a chance for you to incentivize a person who may otherwise not buy from you because they don't know you. They don't know if they can trust you. They don't know if your skin serum is good or they don't know if your candle smells great, you know? But then you're like, all right, 20% off, 30% off one day. Buy three, get one free. Buy two, get one half off. Um, 15% off site-wide. That incentivizes someone to give you a shot. And... My point here is that you can look at that as a customer acquisition strategy, getting a customer for the first time and then focusing on, okay, well, how do I get them to come back to my store? So yes, the first sale is a discount, but the second one won't be. And then the third one won't be. Do you see what I'm saying here? So that's how I like to look at things like Black Friday and Cyber Monday and just general promotions are you're getting new people to give you a shot, you know? So if I'm not telling you that you have to do a Black Friday sale, I'm not telling you that you have to do a billion percent discount, but just thinking of what can I what can I offer people that will make them want to try my product? And that's all you have to do. And that could be something really small. It could be a free gift with purchase. It could be free shipping. It could be, I mean, I think free shipping is boring for Black Friday, just being honest, but it could be buy two, get one free. I love BOGO. BOGO is my favorite discount, 100% BOGO. Buy two, get one free. Buy three, get one free, um, depending on what you sell, of course. So think of Black Friday and offering a discount in that capacity. Like this is a chance for me to acquire a new customer. And then basically what I'm planning on doing is I'm going to double down moving forward on getting my customers to come back again and again. And do you want to know the easiest way to do that is email marketing? Just saying. So yeah, so think of it like that. So come up with a good incentive and let your audience know now. So whenever you come up with your offer, whether it's buy two, get one free you know, buy three, get one free, 25% off site-wide, 20% off site-wide, uh, $10 off, $10 off when if you spend $50, like whatever it is, pick one promotion that's easy and simple for people to understand and tell them now, tell them in advance that you were doing this for Black Friday and tell them what the deal is. We're doing this and here are the dates that it's running for. And then Whenever your Black Friday sale is going to start, send an email the day before. So if it's going to start on Black Friday, 
Make sure that you let your audience know. I would say Wednesday and Thursday of next week. So Thursday's Thanksgiving. So some people, you know, will still be checking email. Some people won't. I think most people still will browse through their email accounts. Um, but I would let them know Wednesday and Thursday. Heads up, here's our Black Friday sale. And then Black Friday, whatever the amount of days that you're doing your promotion, Black Friday gets minimum of three to four emails. Okay, did you hear me? Did you hear me? <laughs> Black Friday gets three to four emails that day. And then if you're doing the day after, Black Friday extended, Cyber Monday, Small Business Saturday, whatever, um, you want to keep sending emails every day. So I have an entire episode. Let me pull that episode number up. It is episode 202. Planner Black Friday emails, step-by-step example email schedule for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. That's a great episode. Um, I would say one of my episodes where I got the most positive feedback from people. So episode 202, go listen to it. And send more emails than you're comfortable with, basically. I'll say that too. And then just promote it on the different places. Like have something on your Instagram. Make sure your website has an announcement bar that says, here's our Black Friday sale. Tell people what it is. Make it easy for people to find it. And if that's your only thing that you're doing for Black Friday, at least you're doing something, you know? And then the second thing I would say is don't beat yourself up if you don't get a ton of sales. So bigger businesses and even like smaller businesses, I mean, they like, okay, I'm giving you some tips. Like if you don't have anything planned for Black Friday, this is what to do. But, you know, when you're half-assing something and you're not planning ahead, you can't really expect crazy results. So if you're doing these things right now, just a couple days before Black Friday, you know, you might not get a ton of results. I don't know. Um, Cause you need to be doing more than just like sending a couple emails. People plan Black Friday, Cyber Monday, holiday sales, holiday promotions months in advance. In my membership community, my, my trainings for my trainings that started on like holiday season, Black Friday, all that started in August. And even then I was like, oh, this is kind of late still. They ran August, September and October. We had three months of different holiday related trainings. One was on like holiday marketing and visibility. One was like creating your holiday strategy. And then one was planning and executing your holiday emails. So again, these were from August, September and October in my monthly membership community. And even then, when I was putting those out, I felt like these are kind of a little bit late. So I just want to give you some perspective that people plan that kind of stuff very in advance. But there's always something that can be done last minute. I'm always a firm believer of like, do the best you can with what you have when you have it. So anyway, my friends, that is it for this week. I, I'm, I'm excited for next week. I'm excited to take a few days off. I'm going to try to take a few days off. I always say that and then I'm like, (laughs) whenever I announce that I'm going to be like, I'm going to take a little break or something, then I'm like, oh my gosh, I just got a new idea for a book. I have to start working on it immediately. And I'm not even joking, despite all of this nonsense that I've 
been telling you that how I've just had some personal issues and I've been, you know, definitely pulled back from social media, pulled back from a lot of the things that I normally do. Um, I still yesterday opened up a Google Doc and started an outline of a book that I want to work on. And it, it's a book that I don't know if I'm actually going to start working on it, but I wanted to like take the idea out of my head and put it on paper. And I did that yesterday. And then I, <clears throat> you know, did nothing else with it. I just started to think about it. And I was like, I feel like I need to do a book on this. And the book is, it's not like the book that I just did, which I literally spent a year and a half of my life pouring into it and and all the things. This would be, I think, something that I possibly would put together quite quickly. And, and I'll just tell you what it is. Okay, let me pull up my Google Doc. This episode is literally all over the place. And I hope you're... I hope you're here for my, um, this is what it's like to be me sometimes. This is my mind. I go from one thing to the next to the next, all in the same span of like five minutes. I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) a new book idea. And then I'll talk about something else and I'll come back. This is just how my brain works. So I'm kind of taking you along the journey with me today. So I don't know if this is what it's going to be actually called, but the way that I do things is I brain dump. So whatever is in my head that I'm thinking of, I just write it down. It does not mean that it's going to stay like that. It doesn't mean anything. I just get it out of my head. So the thing that I wrote down was it's called start the goddamn brand. So again, do I really want to have like goddamn in a book title? I don't know. I'm not sure. But that was what came in my head yesterday. Start the goddamn brand. I have had a lot of conversations with one of my business friends, Leanne. She's the founder of Pure Earth Pets and a million other companies. She's so multi-passionate and I just love her to death. And I was chatting with her this week about a couple of business things. And she's she's just one of those unicorns where like she literally just had baby number two three months ago and this girl will be like oh guess what I started a new business yesterday or she'll say oh (laughs) I just opened up a new Etsy store um I now am gonna have this Etsy store selling digital products I'm like who are you where do you even get the time to do this and that's coming from me who I also am always like I want to have this new business idea I have like a list of a million business ideas but she blows me out of the park honestly And she also just had a baby, like the second one. So she's amazing and she's a unicorn. But I've been chatting with her about just like this starting a business thing and just, I don't know. I love helping people get started with a business. And I've always said that I wanted to do something with helping people start a business. So I've always wanted to do a course. I do have my subscription box course, but... I want to do more of a just how to start a product business book course, possible tech platform. I'm not sure. Um, So these are things that are constantly like lingering in the back of my brain as I'm doing all the other things. So it's no wonder that I'm having a bit of a brain meltdown right now because you can't you can't do all those things at one time. It's just it's not really possible. And also you're not really going to give it your all. 
but this has been something I've been thinking of for a while. And then all of a sudden yesterday, it just, I don't know. I just was like, I'm ready to like map this out a little bit more. So I started writing, you know, I just took some notes on what I was thinking about, like creating the product and market research and like how to find a supplier and the legal things and visual branding and, you know, setting up your website. So I just started like making an outline and this is how I do everything is I come up with an idea. I open up a Google doc always and I just start brain dumping and mapping things out. It doesn't mean that it's going to stay like that, but it just helps me to get started with something and it helps me to like take something from my brain and just get it out of my brain. And I, and I do think if you don't write things down or type them out on a document, you're making them sit in your head. And like, if you have all those things in your head, it doesn't make space for new things. So I really love to just get them out and then just start. And then usually I just, I, then I like move on to something else I'm thinking of. And then I come back to my idea. So anyway, but yeah, I, I think I'm ready to work on that. But this book would not be, like I said, it wouldn't be, I think, the level of craziness that I put into my current, my new book, Customer Obsession. I almost look at this as like a really, um, almost like a blog style, you know? And it would just be something that I could probably just self-publish on like an Amazon or something and just put it out into the world and... And that's it. I don't know. I like the idea of that. And I sometimes think, you know, not everything you do has to be the best of the best. Does that make sense? So my customer obsession book, I mean, that for me, I put everything into it. I wanted it to be as good as it humanly could be. I wanted the cover to be perfect. I wanted, I put so much time into it. So much, so much time into that, doing that book. And now that I've done one, I think one, now I know a little bit more of like what to do. But I also, I also understand that like not everything that you do has to be the 10 out of 10. And sometimes you can put things out into the, the universe, whether it's a product or a new business or a side business or something. And it can just be the best that it can be. It doesn't have to be like the best of the best. Does that make sense? So I don't even know why I'm sharing all this information, but yeah, I kind of like this idea of like taking quick action on something that I've been thinking of for a long time and just kind of just doing it, you know, and then just publishing it on Amazon. <laughs> and then people who possibly will find it, they'll say, oh, my gosh, I found this like $10 book on starting a product business. And it, it made me take fast action and now I've launched my Etsy store or I've launched, you know, I'm going to sell scrunchies or something. So, and I love that. Like all I ever want to do is inspire people to do that fun business, whether it's starting a business, growing a business, or to be honest with you more recently, doing fun adventures in life. You know, what, where someone, where somewhere that you want to go that, you know, you've been putting off, like book the trip, you know? So Anyway, my friends, this is a jumble of information. I hope you I hope you enjoy it. And if not, that's okay because this episode is not something that was like planned out. I just sort of was sitting here trying to work on something else and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna record a podcast episode. I 
I think one, because it, it's the third year of the podcast. And two, because I was having that funny moment with myself this morning where I like was not celebrating myself at all. And in fact, I was just being mean to myself. And I just wanted to share that. Like I said, I think it's normal. And I really always want to share authentic things that happen to all of us that a lot of other people don't really want to talk about because I think so many other like business coaches and mentors, it's like you you feel like you have to always be perfect. And if you admit that you have self-doubt, well, then people will look down on you or something. I have no idea. But I've always been from day one someone who would show up authentic and for good or bad. If you don't like that, that's that's your problem. It's not mine. But... I will never be someone who sugarcoats things, doesn't share truthful information, and just isn't authentic. Like like I said, everything I do is to is to help you. Like I said, this podcast it's a lot of my time and I and I pay money to have this podcast put out into the world and I love it. I love every second of it. And like I said, on my vision board is pay to podcast get paid to podcast it will happen because despite my moments where I'm like your business sucks (laughs) you're not making enough money uh you don't have enough downloads like as as much as I will get moments like that they're also fleeing moments they go away I squash them and the next day I'll have this like crazy I'm on top of the world and I'm untouchable kind of mindset So my point here is like this stuff happens to all of us and no matter where you are in business, you have the same moments of self-doubt like everyone else does. And I just think it's your job to squash those away. But anyway, I hope this, this episode has, I don't know, maybe it's inspired you. Maybe you are saying, Carrie, you're kind of crazy, which that's probably true as well. Um, But most importantly, I hope you are just having a good day. I hope in general, this podcast, after three years of doing this, I mean, I really hope that the podcast in general gives you good information, gives you tips. But to be honest with you, most importantly, makes you feel like you have a place to go to and listen and you're not going to feel judged or shamed and you're going to feel like there's someone who understands what you're going through, you know, because no matter where you are right now, I understand where you're going through, especially if you're newer or early stage or struggling. I understand all of that. I've been through all of that. And, and I go through all that with my current business. You know, my current business is more of the education, you know, mentoring, coaching, that kind of thing. And I go through the same issues with my current business, you know, like, not knowing what I'm doing or, you know, doing, I should be doing something better or, you know, all those things. And I don't always talk about some of those things because I think they're not relevant. They're not really relevant because they have nothing to do with a product-based business. So I don't always share some of that stuff, but, you know, I go through that stuff with my current business as well. And I definitely went through it with my product-based business. And I always just want to share like what worked for me, what didn't work, And what are the things that are actually going to help you that you won't find on other podcasts? Because I think a lot of other product-y, not all all of them, of course, um, but a lot of other product podcasts, they're just like very fluffy, 
you know, 10 minute episodes. Like, what do you learn in 10 minutes? I'm sorry, but nothing. Um, and I just don't ever want my podcast to be like that. So anyway, my friends, I'm going to wrap it up under one hour and I'll see you for next week. We have a great episode next week and we have an awesome season. This season is definitely guest episode heavy. We have a lot of awesome guest episodes. All right, my friends, talk to you next week.